God bless you all for joining. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing.
bless you, God bless you. Oh, Jesus. Richard Rivers, God bless you, your suffering. My God. Abaya Juma Meriadi. Morgan, God bless you. Abaya Mibiara. Abaya Mibiara. Just keep selling, just keep selling. This was a program I attended last year. The fire of God was massive. Just want to join and give God all the praise. My God. Ah, ah. 
Jesus. Just keep saying, My God.
God bless you. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Just keep sharing. We want to zoom into the word of God very soon. I'm coming so many ways and it's too rapid for you. Hey. 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 You can get it to say any music. Hmm. Show me what you are doing. Jesus. Jesus. I could be Jesus.
somebody look up your voice. Within a minute, within a minute, within a minute, we are zooming into the word of God. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise and the glory. 
we have gathered before thee, O Lord, not before any man. But under your feet have we gathered, O Master. Let your word come forth with power, for your word is already anointed. The word with which you created the worlds, the word by which all things were made. The word of God said that nothing was made without the word. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. It is the same word that shapes the lives even of people. We pray and we ask, even as the word of God even said, that we have been born again, not of a corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. For we know that our essence is your word. We know that when your word is out of our lives, our lives become the dust that the serpent feeds on. For this reason, David said, your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that just as your word is about to come the Bible says that the entrance of your word giveth light and it giveth understanding unto the simple. We have come before thee as men without knowledge. We have come before thee as men void of any good thing. We have come before you as empty men. We have come even before thee as the simple. We do not know anything. O Lord, fill us with your knowledge. Fill us with your spirit. Open the eyes of our understanding that we behold the beauty of your glory in the name of the Lord Jesus. For there is nothing we can do in this world without your word. For the word of God has already declared that even the heavens and the earth shall pass away, but only the word of God shall stand firm. For if the word of God is passing away, then the entire universe is disappearing. Because the word of God had already declared that God holdeth the entire world by the power of his word. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that tonight your word, which is a two-edged sword, according to the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, let that word that cuts and cuts asunder, let that word that is the two-edged sword, Mawasemu 
Tiye nkra efi obone furu fi die bie mu na afi ma yenni unyankopɔ wana ma wachi abrɛni abrɛni na sɛ ne ɛbɛ ya wo pie wa hin nwe mu ɛna ada etwa to na ye nyinaa ye be hia wa animu nya mu nya kasɛ kron 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 ɛne wasafo awrade ye da wase ɛna nomre so apɛja wo nsa ɛ wo ma brabo mu nso ma wase ma ɛba wo mancheni ensie sie ya brabo sie sie yɛn ansa na unyankopɔ waba ma yɛ nyɛ sɛ aye fro a ye sie sie no ɛde na kɔ hia na ye fukuru na sɛ Bring it to ya and yay ramba. Yet I want to see any monomura, so what ye and anagi adumunti. Amen. Wow. 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 We give God all the praise and the glory. We give God all the praise and the glory. I want to welcome all of you once again to tonight's session of our teaching service. It's going to be an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. And I believe that the glorious God will touch your life once again. And you will never be the same in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened by the word of God. Even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you all for joining me here tonight. I believe that the Lord's hand will be so strong upon your life this evening. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My God, my spirit is praying, but I want to talk. My spirit is already praying, but I want to talk. My spirit is praying, but I want to talk. Holy Ghost, help me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Wow. Malabada Balabas. As Mel said, my mom got angry when the song stopped. She thought it was intentional. Oh, oh, oh. Tell mommy to listen to the word of God. <laughs> Powerful. You bless God. You bless God. My regards to mommy. My regards to mommy. All right. All right. All right. Okay, so yesterday we started another subtopic under the topic the main theme of the mystery God. The mystery God. Now the subtopic we started yesterday was man. Man 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 who and what is man who and what is man who and what is man i made us understand that there are different kinds of men there are different kinds of men all men are not the same all men are not the same there are different kinds of men yesterday i made us understand that one of adam where I said that Adam speaks of both male and female as in all males and females put together we call them human beings and that word human being is Adam is Adam it is the same as in the Greek called Anthropos Anthropos so I made us to understand something yesterday that when you go to most of the universities there is a course known as anthropology anthropology speaks of the study of man the study of human beings good 
So Adam is the Hebrew word for human being, and Anthropos is the Greek word for human being. So that when you take the Bible, you realize that the Bible has been divided into two the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew, and the New Testament was originally written in Greek. So, if you really want to understand certain truths in the Bible, you have to first get at least a foundational knowledge of Hebrew and Greek. Because right now we have a lot of English versions of the Bible. A lot of versions. And sometimes when you look at the King James and look at International Standard Version and look at um, New Living Translation and look at New International Version and NIV, all those things, you realize that they differ from each other according to verses. So you, you might not really actually understand the very word that God is trying to speak. So mostly when you have a, base, a basic knowledge or foundational knowledge about the Hebrew language and the Greek language, it will be good for you. Not only to speak it, but at least to have an understanding of it. It will really help you. All right. So get that. All right. And we laid a foundation. We spoke about Adam and we spoke about Ish. And we said Ish actually speaks of the male part of a human being. The male part of a human being is called Ish. And we spoke about Ishav. 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 And we said Ishav speaks of woman. Ishav speaks of woman. Now, we also spoke about one dimension of man. The Bible said in the book of Daniel, chapter 9, the word of God said that Angel Gabriel was a man of God, the man of God, Gabriel. Daniel said, and I saw the man of God, Gabriel. Angel, Angel Gabriel, he was called a man of God, the man of God, the man of God. I want to say something here, can I? Can I say this one? Good. Now, when you read the book of Revelation, when you read the book of Revelation, when the angel appeared, when Jesus was speaking to Good evening, Kobe Chris. God bless you, so When Jesus was speaking to John, when Jesus was speaking to John, the revelator, Jesus said, Speak unto the angel of the seven churches. Speak unto the angel of the seven churches. So every church has an angel. Follow me, Kev. I'm about to say something. It's not part of tonight's teaching, but I just want you to know and understand. Every church has an angel. And that angel is not only a spiritual angelic being, but there is a physical being that is also called an angel. And that physical being also called an angel is called, is called the man of God of the church or the pastor of the church. And in fact, what Jesus was talking about to John the Revelator in the book of Revelation, he was not speaking of an angel. He was speaking of the pastors of the seven churches. So any pastor of a church is an angel. 
to the church. What is an angel? The word angel in Greek is angelos, which means a messenger. So anybody that has a message as a messenger is called an angel. We are all messengers that God has sent us with a message. So when a man of God says, I'm an angel, it is not blasphemy. Unless the person is trying to speak of another angel. The person, you know, there are some people, they try to say that I am called angel this. And what the person actually is talking about is not really the messenger that we are talking about in the Bible. But the person is talking about a different angelic being spiritually somewhere. That one is not what we are talking about. Nobody can become that kind of angel. You cannot, a human being cannot turn. You see, let me tell you some of these things. Jesus made a profound statement. He said, A time is coming in, at that time, when God and his angels are appearing from heaven, at that point we shall change and our bodies will become like the angels. Our bodies will become like the angels. The word, the word of God said, We will not marry just as angels don't marry. Catapalatus. <laughs> No man on earth will become an angel, as in an angel with wings. And ah, then what is the essence of you being a look at? We read a scripture, we read a scripture yesterday in the book of Psalms. Angels sat down and they didn't understand why they were worshiping God in heaven. But anytime human beings gather to play instruments to worship God, the attention of God will switch from the heavenly beings to the earth men. They have voices powerful than the voices that we are hearing here. But anytime God begins to, to hear the voice of men singing praise unto him, God, God forgets about the fact that there are angels singing to me. And his presence will come and draw in the praises of his people. That is why we sing songs like, So what of the angels? Listen, there is something God has deposited in man. Eh? That is why men, angels did not see that. Let me tell you. One of the things. One man of God said, he was there during worship. He was, he was worshiping. He used to play keyboard and sing. He was worshiping, playing keyboard, singing. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him. The angel looked at him and he saw the angel. The angel was so marveled. The way the man was worshipping God, mentioning the attributes and the names of God, giving God appellations and those things. The angel himself looked at the man who was surprised. And the angel started speaking to him. And he said, These are some of the these are, he said, this is the reason why. Anytime men begin to worship, God sends us from heaven to come and join the men. 
God, He will send the angels from heaven to come and join the men that are worshiping. So that they will all join hands and worship God. So, any place that you find worship going on massively, there's the presence of numerous angels. The angel said to the man of God, He asked him, Have you seen God before? The man said, No. He said, Why? What? A God you have not seen, you have not heard, you, you don't know, you don't really know his stature. And you are worshiping, you are worshiping him like this. That is why faith is a mystery in the spirit. Faith is a mystery in the spirit. Because the angels that they are always seeing the glory of God to some dimension and they are worshiping him. But men that we have not seen God. We just came to hear of God and we have believed so strongly writing songs about that God. And sometimes we can stand and somebody will say, denounce that God or else I will kill him. You say, I will never deny that God if you like kill me. When they see that men are getting to the extent of losing their lives for God, the angels go crazy. And that is why they always want to work with, with men. They learn a lot from the church. They learn a lot from human beings, angels. They learn, the Bible said the manifold wisdom of God was given to the church. And the angels come to the church and they marvel. So as I'm teaching right now, angels are listening to the things I'm saying. And when they begin to hear things about God, they don't even know. When they go back to heaven, they have now seen a dimension of God. Then it will, it will ginger and increase their state of worship. Yes. So the Bible called Archangel Gabriel, the man Gabriel. The man Gabriel. Now, for your information, there is what we call Earth Man. Earth Man. Earth Man. That means a man on, on the earth. There are men that do not live on earth. They are men, but they do not live on earth. They are beings, but they are not human beings. The word human, actually speaking of, it's like from two words. Humus, humus. When we speak of humus, we are speaking of the soil. So, that is why we, we are called earth men. Our true identity. As we read, Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, we were formed from the dust of the ground. So we are called earth men. And that dust of the ground, God picked that, that dust from the earth. We are earth men. This is why, this is the reason why, if a man exits the four corners of this earth, it looks like his destiny has ceased. Because you were made for the earth. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, I think it's Psalm 115 verse 16 or 116 verse 15. The Bible said, even the heavens and the heavens belong to God, but the earth has he given to the children of men. The earth has he given to the children of men. 
So the earth belonged to us because we were, already, we were even formed from the earth. We were formed from the earth. Psalm 115, verse 16. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth has He given to the children of men. The earth has He given to the children of men. So, people of God, this is our abode. There is an assignment for us here on this earth. You can't die prematurely. It means you have the reason why God brought you here has become nonsense. You need to fulfill an assignment. I'm about to say something that many of you will think is blasphemy, but that's the truth. Many of you will think it's blasphemy. Can I say this one? <laughs> Holy Ghost, help me. Can I say this one? All right, now. Listen, listen. When you look at this scripture, you understand. The Bible said, The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth has He given to the children of men. I want, I want to give another scripture. I want to compare these two scriptures and I will say whatever I want to say before I move on to my message. The Bible said, God, he has given the earth to the children of men. For the heavens, heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. The Bible said, Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Verse 4. Somebody should post that scripture and I'll compare these two scriptures and I will just show you what I'm about to say. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 4. The Bible said, One generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. <laughs> One generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. Is it true? Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 4. After the Bible said that the God has given the earth to the children of men, the Bible now said. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 4, that one generation comes and passes away, and another one comes. But as for the earth, it abides forever. Hmm. If the earth abides forever, but the Bible also said. The Bible also said, 
he could do balatas. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. The Bible said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my ways shall not pass away. A good muda atas. Listen to this one. Ecclesiastes 1:4 said, "One generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever." The Ecclesiastes said, "The word, the the earth abides forever." Now, when you read the book of Matthew 24, verse 35, the Bible said, "Heaven and earth shall pass away." Hey. Is it the same earth that we, we just heard that it abides forever that will pass away? So is the Bible contradicting itself? Mm mm atas. My God. You see? So is the Bible contradicting itself? <laughs> That's not what I want to talk about today. If I want to talk about this one, I won't talk about what、um, God gave me this evening. But the question, the answer is no. The Bible is not contradicting itself. You have to know the heaven and earth that is passing away. That one will be for another time. But listen. As for the earth, it abides forever. This earth on which we stand, it will never get destroyed. Listen to me. Many of you have been listening to some sermons. End time, end time, end time, and they tell you that fire will come and burn the earth, and the earth will just move away. Who taught you that? Let me explain something for you to get it. Now listen. When you see this, where, where the whole thing is going to just blast your mind right now. Never ever in Scripture did God promise the people. Listen, never ever in Scripture did God promise the people heaven, do good, and I will come and take you to heaven. No, no. 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 The only time something that looked like it, there is a reason I'm saying that looked like it. The only time something that looked like it was said, that is because many people have thought it, that it is heaven. Jesus said. Jesus said, "I am going to prepare a place for you, so that where I am, you will come and be with me." This is the scripture that looks like Jesus is going to prepare heaven for Christians. But people of God, let me tell you the gospel truth. Let me tell you the gospel truth. Believers that are dead are in heaven, but that is not where God wants them to be permanently. <laughs> Now listen. When we read the book of First, Second Thessalonians. 
The Bible speaks of something that many of us call rapture. Rapture. I don't want to go to this, this matter. I'll destroy a lot of theologies here. The Bible said, Paul said, and one, uh, when the last trump is sounded, which is the trump of God, there will be a shout from an archangel. And when that shout comes, the Lord Jesus Christ will descend. He will be coming with the saints. Who are the saints? The righteous ones that are dead and are in heaven. Jesus will come with them. To where? To, oh, to where? Jesus will come to, with them. And the Bible says, once they are, he, he's coming with them, we also who are not dead and are on the earth, within a twinkle of an eye, we shall be changed. What is the changing here? We shall be changed. And when we are changed, we shall meet with him. The word of God says, we will be caught up into the air. Into the air. We will be caught up into the air and we shall meet him. What is that word air over there? Is it heaven? Because by then, Jesus and the saints have come. They have come down. We shall meet them in, in the air. So what is the air? If you understand that word air, and you understand that word change, the Bible says we shall be changed. When we are changed, that is when we shall meet them in the air. Until you are changed, you cannot meet them in the air. So what is the changing, and what is the air? If you know these two things, you understand this thing called rapture. Hey, we are not going to be raptured and taken to heaven. Those videos you have been watching, that pastors will be in church and the pastor's clothes will remain and the pastor himself will disappear. What kind of thing is that? Where did we get that thing from? Let me tell you, if you go deep, 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 deep into studies and you realize that this whole thing called rapture, there was a certain young girl, a young girl around eight years that said she had a dream and in the dream she saw a lot of people like they were flying in the, in the sky. And the first person the lady went to tell was a man by name Dabi. Dabi, D-A-R-B-Y. And this man, by then, he was a big man. He had money. And he was actually writing versions of the Bible. And he was writing commentaries. So he added, he, they said, ah, then this dream that the girl had, I think it is the, the something, the, they tried to, Coin what the lady saw into the scriptures. For let me tell you, this thing that rapture, rapture. I won't say it. I won't say it. Many of you will not get it because a lot of men of God are preaching it. A lot of big, big men that you call, we call archbishops, they are preaching it. So you think me, 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 professor, the ah, prof, where have you got into? You are trying to say that archbishop is a liar. <laughs> I'm not saying anybody is a liar. Oh. Sit down, study the scriptures. Look at this. The Bible said in the book of Acts that Paul, Paul, he went to a certain place called Berean. Berean. B-E-R-E-A. When he went there, he was, he was preaching. Paul preached. He preached the word. And after that, he started healing the sick, raising the dead. And the Bible said after Paul preached, the people took the Bible to search whether what Paul was saying was true. Hey, Paul, Paul. You, Paul has preached to you. You are going to set the scripture to, to check whether he is right or wrong. 
after he even finished preaching, he prophesied, mentioned names and telephone numbers. He healed the sick, he raised the dead, but still the people said, No, we will look into the scriptures and see whether what Paul is saying is true or false. Nowadays, men of God say anything, bam, you don't want to take you. Now, Bible no crack in a hand. You know, be a no offer. You be a beckon, be a no offer. This thing called rapture was brought out by one, one eight year old girl. One eight year old girl. She saw a dream that people were hanging in the sky. And a man said, Then this is rapture. So we are all waiting. Many, many years ago, there were, there were men of God who were preaching rapture, rapture, rapture. At one time, because some of them even gave out a date on the 24th of May, the rapture will happen. Then people who were Christians started selling, giving out their money. Somebody will just give the whole bank account to somebody. I have to go and take the, all the money in the bank account and give it to a homeless man. We will take one money, baby. They know only one could use can or your papa send a bear rapture and never will be cool. People left their houses and gave it to people who were not in houses. 24th. The 24th came. Nobody, nobody, nobody was raptured into heaven. <laughs> nobody was raptured into heaven. Listen, listen, let me tell you. The main reason why many people in this world cannot plan. They cannot plan. They cannot listen to God and plan well is because they think that any time from now Jesus can come. I want to say something. I want to say something. I want to say something. <laughs> can I say this one? Let me tell you. If they tell you that Jesus can come at any time, that we we'll all be here, you'll be at the bank working, you'll be at the hospital working, you'll be here, you'll be here doing it, then all of a sudden you hear a trumpet, pardon, Jesus is coming. I want to say something. No matter how you take it, I'm saying it. It will not happen like that. It doesn't. Things don't work like that. Go and read the scriptures well. Go and read the scriptures well. Okay? Let me tell you. The Bible said the earth, God has given the earth to the children of men. The moment God sacked the devil from heaven, he realized that there is the earth. He will come and take dominion. But God did not give that dominion of the earth to the devil. He gave it to man. He said in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 20, says, God said, let us make man and let them have dominion over the earth. So the dominion over the earth was given to man. That is what the devil wants to. That is what the devil wants. The devil wants to establish his kingdom on the earth. That is what God is also against. God also wants to establish his kingdom on the earth through man. That is why we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, as it is already done in heaven. We pray those prayers we don't understand. Why are we calling the kingdom of God to come down? God must establish his kingdom here on the earth, through us. So if the devil is telling you that the earth is no good, only heaven, you are losing purpose, you are running away from your assignment. I'm telling you, even those who are dead and are in heaven, they will come with Jesus to the earth and meet those who will not die. Ah! It is deception. Those who are, who are dead and they are in heaven, they will come with Jesus. Why is it that rapture time Jesus will be coming down? Why won't he sit in heaven and we will go there? He is coming. He is coming. 
Listen, people of God. The Bible said when Jesus even descends, he will rule with the saints on the earth. He will rule with the saints on the earth. At that point, heaven and earth will fuse together. There will be no difference between heaven and earth. They will fuse together. You don't need spiritual vision before you can see an angel. An angel will be like a brother who will stand before you. You will know, you will know him with an angel. They will see you, they will salute you. At that point, we are, we are we will be in higher dimensions. At that point, just as Jesus is, so shall we be. That is why the Bible says we will be caught up with him. Caught up. So we will be to what, what, what do we call? It means that you have now caught up with the person. So that word caught up actually means we are coming to the, the realm of Jesus Christ. Not that we are we are running away from the earth going to heaven. It is very funny. You see Jehovah's Witnesses. When they are walking, they will go to, they will, they will specially and specifically go to East Legon. They will be seeing people's houses that people have spent billions, <laughs> billions of and hundred thousands of dollars to, to buy and build. They will just look and say, ah, this is my house. In the afterlife, I'll come and draw here. You are foolish. I will say this. You are foolish. Oh, it's true. Jehovah's Witness. Who deceived those people with that, that kind of thing? I love Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes, they have deeper teachings in Christ. But this one part, they have missed it. It's not like that. It is not like that. It is not like that. So, what I'm saying is, I'm saying, I remember I went to preach, I, I went for um, evangelism and I met one level 100 student and I was preaching to him. So he was supposed to come to church. He came to church the other time. When he came, he was so down in church. I saw his face. So I, di- I didn't know the reason. So right after church, he came to me and said, Man of God, hey, so in your church, ladies wear trousers. And I said, They come more pampers and I said, Come more napkin. And I'm more a danta, danta, <laughs> and a, a tam, a tam. Most of you don't understand what I'm saying. You are Indomie baby, so you don't understand. Those of us who have been there before the foundations of the world, you don't. <laughs> People of God, I want you to know something. Say, man of God, hey. People, the Bible said that the Bible said, Oban Shebemata, the Beman Sunshobata. And I'm saying, which part in the Bible said that trousers are for holy men? And that those, the time that Jesus was, God was even talking to the Israelites, who told you trousers were there? There was nothing like trousers. Those, that, that, that time, that time, there was nothing like trousers. So if with their trousers, oh, people are too, people, you see, demons are already in the church. Oh. 
demons have already entered the church trying to change the doctrines, trying to just twist things for people to believe. It will be who will be Nitrini Basa Basa Ebienqua Okoka A. According to the Bible, you are not supposed to, you know, touch your hair with any other thing. Let free for three hours. See people, no, like I know these things I'm talking about. People will insult me, sir, but that is the truth. And then you didn't confront to bondage, sir. You are here no more. The Ben and Uncle Pon Catre, David Bompasel Radi, Sesame, a matter of the nation, and then a bear, my dear. David was praying serious prayers. He said, Lord, <laughs> give unto me a new heart. Ezekiel 36 26. God said, and I will give unto you a new heart and make for you a right spirit. This is the most important thing you need. A new heart and a right spirit. Because Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 also tells us that guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Krawakuma if somebody will kill you it is from the heart if somebody will give you money it is from the heart whether good or bad it is hidden on the inside of the heart and when God touches a man's heart and God changes the heart and begin to write his laws in the man's heart David said, Ah God, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. When God's word is pure in a man's heart, the person sees sin and he is afraid. Now, dear, you are not talking about the heart anymore. You are not talking about how men will love God with their hearts. You are talking about heaven and hell based on earrings, braiding of hair, trousers. Ooh, ooh. Who, who made you a man of God? Who? Who? Ah! So you go to a big church. All the people there, Basa, they are just sitting there, Basa. You see a nice lady. A kukra on Onibi. No permit on Sra. They're 15 years of joining our church on Sra. Because the, the pastor is saying the skin God gave to you nah, is good. If you add anything to any role, because when God made you from the dust of the ground, nonsense. Listen, get this, get these things I'm saying. That is the only thing you need inside your heart. If the word of God dwells on the inside of you, 
everybody that is wearing the clothes has a motive. Obia was a tadi biano in a genie wooden into a Everybody, one more say, Senebea and Mamma be who say, or so I see. Once your motive is wrong, you have already missed the honor. Once say, you have already gone outside God's plans. Falcom Akuma Akuma Nunia Akuma Pa. Dinning the can and shatter the bassa, fort and tidy. Now we are mechanics in Namason Wakumem. Now Kumani Namason Ugumuno, and then to MP. Having to realize what the Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And never push on Nipa Kumemua, a pie, a dead. We didn't shatter the thing as our Kumemutane. It doesn't work like that. So when we are talking, let's teach the people of God the pure word of God. MZNT Christophobe many Christians are in church. They don't know anything about God. They don't know anything. What has happened, what is happening, and what is about to happen. They don't know anything. Look at what the Bible said. Let him that has ear hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We all have ears, but this one is not the physical ears that the word of God is talking about. That means there are people in church without ears. They can't hear what the Spirit is saying. They can't hear. It's in your own son. Do you have an ear? Can you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying? Hey, there are times you are sorry. You draw your plans. Say, the sister, Joanne Betu Sulu. Sister Kia and the Baye praise and worship. Brother Ima and the Baye say, We Baye say, We Baye say. But the moment the man of God grabs the microphone, the Holy Spirit can say something different and it will change the whole plan. It will change the whole plan. But people don't listen to the Holy Ghost now. You are not trust to them. And no one, and no one. So you see that there are a lot of churches. They have written what the man of God is supposed to preach. You have thrown a good book. And no one on can a pepper person go with the honor. And they are money 15 minutes. I'm not saying some of these things are bad. But he, why are you trying to limit things? So the man will just come and recite the actual go on no power in the word, nothing. And people are still in the church doing unnecessary stuff. And you call this church. You can call your boyfriend, talk to your boyfriend on phone for four hours, five hours. You come to church for two hours, you are complaining. Cannot believe us. Shame on you. I wish the entire church was here to listen to me.
and any papa and Christopher Ben Surinam, you knew him who was a Why is that in You don't know what I'm talking about. When the enemy wants to attack, time or pen or bar, because the banana or no dana or ocean say what dana, what does a hamper? Telling you. Sometimes a name me to me see physically for you to know there is an attack in the spirit coming to you. Rise up and pray. There's wine. On attack now the bomb zip. We are not spiritual people. That is why Paul said, if you claim to be in the spirit, then walk in the spirit. That is what we don't want to do. People of God, I want us to understand this. I'm a prophet by God's grace. You know, I don't to be a man who is a man is a man who is a It is a gift. But there are things in God. They are not gifts. You need to work them. I'm telling you. There are things in God. They are not gifts. Do you know that we have crowns in heaven to take? Do you know? Do you know that there are crowns that we will take? Paul said, I have finished the race. I have run. I am done with my course. What now is left for me is the crown of righteousness to be received. There are crowns. What have you done that you deserve a crown? What have you done? What have you done? There are crowns. There is the crown of life, the crown of righteousness, and the glorious crown, different kinds of crowns. I'm telling you, what Paul is having now, some of us we can't take because the things Paul did, we cannot do some. Paul will be in all this, all almost all the epistles of Paul that we read. Ephesians, Corinthians, Thessalonians, Philippians, all those episodes, almost all of them, Paul wrote them when he was in prison. For doing what? He was arrested because he was preaching the word of God. Because he was healing the sick. But he was arrested. He was beaten. And at the end of it all, he was beheaded. He charity. At the end of it all, he charity. They did all these things just for the word of God. Now look at Jesus. When Jesus came to the earth, he died to save us. And the only 12 people, only 12 people, even among the 12 grandpa, no one left. Only 12 people propagated the gospel. And now we all, we all, we have heard about Jesus because of 12 people. Go and look at what they did to these 12 people. Some of them were beheaded. Some of them were fried in, in oil. 
but they stood, they preached. And now we that we have not seen anything. We have not God told you don't do this. And when we when you, you think you are all going to receive the same kind of crown. Oh no, oh no. We don't give crowns because of gifts. We don't give crowns for gifts. We give crowns for works. We don't give crowns for gifts. We give crowns for work. Somebody gave you a gift. And later now he has said, because of the gift I give to you, receive this crown. It doesn't even make sense. What have you done? So in the kingdom of God, there are certain things that are gifts, but there are certain things that are, we work them. That is why James will come and tell you that faith without works is dead. You can't say you have faith in Jesus and you are not doing anything for Jesus. No, it is dead. It is dead. If only you profess your faith in Christ, something must begin to manifest in your life. Something. Are you all with me, please? Let's move, move on to today's. <laughs> Are you all with me? Great, great. So, please, we are talking about man. We're talking about man. And we understood that there are different kinds of men. We have the earth man, which we are. We are earth men. We are earth men. We were made on the earth. And the earth was given to us. We were formed from the earth. And there are men that are in the Gabriel. Archangel Gabriel is a man, but he's not an earth man. We read it in the book of Daniel, chapter 9. The man Gabriel that I saw in a vision. The different kinds of men. And even Jesus, Jesus was a man. Jesus was a man. We read that scripture yesterday. The people said, what manner of man is this? And that word man there is potapos. Potapos. We are not going into all that. But I want us to know this. When you pick a human being. Yesterday we read a scripture from the book of First Thessalonians. When the, the word of God said. May the God of peace. Preserve your whole being. May he preserve your whole spirit. Your whole soul. And your whole body, your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your whole body. Now he's speaking of whole, whole, for you to understand that the spirit is not just just um one just one thing like you have just written one. No, the spirit has different compartments that sum together for you to be called a spirit so when we, when we say a whole thing we are speaking of all so the word whole actually means all so may god preserve all your spirit look at that all your spirit 
that is to tell you that even though the spirit is one but there are compartments that is why the bible says all your spirit your whole your all spirit mm. it is a powerful word you will not understand how powerful this one is the word of god said first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 and the very god of peace sanctify you wholly and i pray god your whole spirit the word whole means all or completeness complete or whole if we have a complete building then we can have an uncompleted building do you know that good this is also tell you when we see an uncompleted building it means certain parts of the building has not been added to it so you can see only a building at the foundation level it is uncomplete that means there are other parts of the building we are not seeing we are not talking about so is the spirit there are other parts of the spirit that all of them sum together to make the spirit the whole spirit good so paul said may the god of peace sanctify you holy i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our lord jesus christ now so when you pick a man's spirit your spirit is made up of different parts when you pick a man's spirit your spirit is made up of different parts that sum together they come together to form the completeness of your spirit there are eight main compartments or different parts of your spirit yesterday i made a statement that when you pick the human body there are certain parts of your human body that can be seen outwardly but there are certain parts of your human body that nobody can see because it, they are hidden inside your body the physical eyes cannot see except you are dissected so i can't look at you physically and i'm saying hey your kidney is nice oh you start questioning you say mm, there is something wrong with this man <laughs> can look, i'm looking at you physically and say hey wow your liver is very beautiful <laughs> you say hey no something is going wrong with this man oh, let me run away which means so but when i look at you and i say hey your forehead is big oh you know that this one day i'm seeing something if your forehead is big i'm not talking to you i'm just saying it for say it god bless you so don't don't take offense <laughs> great so now 
The same thing applies to your spirit. There are parts of your spirit that are very easy to discover. But there are other parts of your spirit that it takes a deeper dimension of light to behold. So now let's pick a man's spirit. So man is actually made up of three main dimensions. Three main dimensions. The first dimension is the whole spirit. The second dimension is the whole soul. And the third dimension is the whole body. Now, all these compartments, I wish we could see how human beings look like in the spirit. I remember some time ago, God picked me by an angel in the very deeper dimension of the spirit and he showed me one man. But I was not seeing the person as one. I was not seeing the person even as three, as we have been told. I saw the person as plenty bodies put together. Plenty. Plenty bodies. And I'm going to explain some of these things for you to understand. Hebrew hmm. Satasas. Now, do you know that even your body, this is your physical body right now that you are holding the, your phone um, like with your hand, this is your physical body. Yeah. There are parts of your physical body that you don't know. I'm telling you. There are parts of your physical body that you do not know. There is a part of your physical body that is called your astral body. Your astral body. Your astral body. Now, those of you who have been hearing something like, maybe a prophet will be prophesying and you see, ah, they have turned this person into a goat. At the witchcraft coven. Have you heard of anything like that before? They have turned this man into a goat. Good. You see the physical body of the person walking about. How can he be turned into a goat? So which part of him was turned into that goat? It is not the entire soul of the person. It is not the whole soul. It is a part of the person's body that stands in between the physical body, the physical whole body and the and the whole soul of the it is called the astral body. We are talking about man, so open your ears and listen to me very carefully. I'm telling you, you need to some of the things I'm going to say are very, very deep. So take your time and listen. Your astral body. Now, when you, you sleep and you see yourself in a dream. Which part of you actually is working in the dream? It is not only one part of you. Listen to me carefully. It is not only one part of you. <laughs> Do you even know that there is something called emotions? Emotions. 
Do you even know that your emotions actually is like a body? It has a form, like your physical body. It has a form. Your emotions alone, emotions. This is why I saw one man to be plenty bodies. I didn't understand. And God said, This is the body of emotions. So any emotional thing that happens in the person's life starts from this point. I said, Wow. your emotions so that many things you see in a dream they are not your spirit that you saw it is actually your emotional body some of them some of them let's say somebody broke your heart emotionally and you felt so bad you felt so down depressed it is an emotional thing so what anytime a person sees your emotional body in the spirit a very deep and sharp prophet must be called because most of the time there are things you will see in the spirit it is not actually the soul of the person it is a part of the soul whether the emotional body or any other thing now i watched a movie some time ago there was a man that actually um engaged in adultery he slept with another lady outside his glorious marital home and the lady started telling the man that I'm pregnant I'm pregnant and the man didn't know what to do because he was a, an elder of the of a church in that same church too the choir leader was the one that the man was sleeping with so the woman started talking to them I'm pregnant I'm pregnant so what are you going to do I'm pregnant what are you going to do so the man was under pressure he didn't know what to do so sometimes he'll be seated down the wife will be talking to him his 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 attention is somewhere else then one night the man of god of that church had a dream and in the dream the man who was sleeping with another lady outside the marriage was in a cage Listen to me carefully. The man was in a cage. That was the dream that the man of God had. Then the man of God opened his eyes. So now, let me ask you the question. Which part of the man has been caged? <laughs> this one is practical teaching. So you have to understand. Which part of the man has been caged? It is called somebody said the emotions. Who else? Oh, nobody. At this point, the part of the man that has been caged is the mind the mind the mind your mind is also like a body your mind is a body that has a form your mind is a body that has a form so physically the man was there 
he has not been caged physically. His physical body was there. His spirit has not been caged. And the entire soul of a man cannot be caged. You don't understand. That devil will call you. The moment your soul leaves your body, you are dead. Your entire soul does not leave your body until a man, you, until you are dead. But there are parts of your soul that can be caged. There are parts of your soul that can be caged. So you see, you hear men of God say, Ah, I'm seeing this lady, your soul has been captured. Your soul has been captured. And it's not really the soul, it is a part of the soul called the astral body. It is the link, it is the intermediary body between the physical body and the soul. Follow me carefully, you. Global minister, God bless you. So listen, a human being is complicated than you think. As you are seated here right now, you are in so many places at the same time. You, as you are seated here, listening to me, you are in so many places at the same time. This is the reason why you are just here, you are talking to somebody, all of a sudden a certain thought will drop in your mind and you feel so sad. Sometimes you can be walking and you just sense that no, something wrong is going on. But you don't know what the thing is. It means a different part of you is picking a signal that your body has not yet picked. This is why you can sleep and dream and see something that will happen next week. A different part of you that is in that realm is experiencing the thing already. Trying to let you know you can do something in the natural with your body and it can affect that thing and change it. If not, it will manifest. Because there are other realms that your body is there that comes before the physical. So anything that is about to happen in the physical starts from that realm and it begins to come gradually, gradually, gradually. And the last point, when it gets to that point, it means that it is about to enter into the it is about to enter into the astral dimension then right from the astral dimension it enters into the physical body that part is called the mind the mind the mind when something hits the mind the thing is actually leaving the soul into the body so most of the and the moment the thing leaves the mind there is nothing we can do about it if the thing leaves the mind and now enters into the astral part it takes a higher grace to work on it. I'm telling you. Are you all with me? People don't like teaching. So they only like soon soon yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Shame on you. I'm not saying this as if I'm not a prophet by God's grace. I, you now, you know by the special grace of God. At least, but listen, some same way now, a deep only being cancerous, you know. In the evangelist, a deep only, you know. 
So you see most of the evangelists insulting the prophets. God bless you, Angela. God bless you. you see, most of the prophets are, most of the evangelists are always insulting the prophets. Because some of the prophets, they don't know anything. The moment they enter the church, they pick the microphone. Should I prophesy or I should preach? Should I prophesy or I should preach? Then somebody, the, the, the ladies, especially the ladies, suffer prophesy. You are the oracle. You are the eyes of God. Senior major one. Prophetic act prophet. Then a prophet who is his shoulders are lifted. Our role is you to know today. And the mission command will be the child. I'm saying, Yo, people of God, even though God is speaking about it, they are temporal. I'm telling you, they are temporal. But the same God is telling you that all things shall pass away, including your traveling. So why is it causing you to travel then? Because you, you have your own plans and purposes for the travel. You don't want to listen to God. Every power demonstration, death ends it all. Death ends it all. I'm telling you, Every power demonstration and move and power on the earth ends with death. Hey, even the Lazarus that Jesus cried over and caused him to come alive. Where is Lazarus now? He's dead again. He's dead again. Even Lazarus. On this earth realm, things are not permanent. The only thing that will be permanent on the earth is the word of God, and that is Jesus. And when Jesus comes to the earth and joins us, he will now turn all things. He will now turn all things and change things. And the earth will be like the heavens. They will fuse together. That is when we will say, Jesus is the king forever and evermore. My God. Understand the word of God. And stop chasing after miracles, prophecies, and all those. They are good, but they will not last. Eh, the Bible even said it. If there is a gift of prophecy, it shall fade away. If there is tongue speaking, it shall fade away. If there is this, it will, it will Paul said it to Paul himself. The same Paul that was saying that I wish to come and impart into you spiritual gift. He said it. If there are gifts of tongue speaking, they will fade. If there are gifts of prophecy, they will fade. 
Hey, this is telling you something. This is why I keep telling believers sit down, study the word of God. Look at people that really study the word of God and have their faith in the word. They command material things like something, they just command them and they come. They just come out. They have their faith in the word of God. Just as the word of God says, so shall it be. They believe strongly. They have faith in that. And they command things. Go and look at Bishop David Oedipo. Bishop David Oedipo. The, the name of his church, the original name of the church is Word of Faith. Word of Faith. <laughs> word of Faith. He command, he command material money. What is wealth? What is wealth? He told the government of Nigeria, I can, I can give a power supply, electricity to the entire Nigeria. He said, we don't like it. When was the last time you saw the man prophesying, mentioning names and telephone numbers to people? <laughs> there is something higher than that. It is called the, the, the more sure word of prophecy, the word of God. Hey! The Bible, if there is nothing that was made without the word, so if the word was used to make all things, including money, and you have the word, what do you have? Akratasis. <laughs> this is why we say certain. Certain things and we sing certain songs. You don't understand. You don't understand. Why? Because you Christ, that He was He's the Word, and He's the one that God used to make all things. So if you have Him, then all things belong to you. You have all things already, but you don't even know. So study the word. Some of you for like years you have not even opened your Bible. For like months, weeks, you don't know where your Bible is. And when issues are attacking you, you don't know how to deal with them. You call your prophet, you will not be answering. You call men of God 15, they will not answer. Now you have taken offense. Hmm. So far about this, uh, they only think of themselves. You too, you too think of yourself. Study the word of God and pray. Stand against the enemy. This is why we teach that your faith will grow. When the enemy comes, you will stand against the walls of the enemy by your faith. The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You did our faith is hinged on the word of God. If you don't have the word, you don't have, your faith is shaking. Your faith is shaking. So you can see somebody who say, hmm, <laughs> I was looking for promotion. It did not come. Right now, cry here. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to lose faith in God. Ah! You don't. Dis- I don't know how to say this one. Promotion. T- you are losing faith in God. Who, who, who born you? Do you know the God you are serving? Promotion. Everything. <laughs> Sometimes you look at Christians and you just laugh. People of God, 
whether you get the promotion or not, whether you get the traveling or not, whether you get the money or not, God is still God. If your faith in God is hinged on material things, you are too young. You are too young. You are a babe in Christ. You are too young. God cannot use you for bigger, bigger things. I'm telling you. Now, when you were praying for promotion, it did not come. You are, you are losing faith in God. How much more when God calls you into ministry as a man of God and your wife dies, your, all your children get accidentally die. This is, you know, and suddenly you insult God. Go and read the book of Job. Go and read the book of Job. When all his things get this, God destroyed, his 10 children, all of them died. All the 35,000 sheep, they died. 200,000 cows, they all died. 500,000 horses, they all died. All these things, and all his houses, all his 25 houses got burnt. Just one day, all of them got destroyed. And the Bible says, when all these things got destroyed, Job just turned his clothes apart and he bowed down and worshipped the Lord. How many believers can do this? When good things are happening to us, we are, we are in church dancing. The day the guy called you and said, it is over between us, it looked as if God is not the one that you forgot about your salvation. You, for, you called your man, you called your, 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 your church choir leader and said, please, please, I can't lead worship this to, tomorrow. <laughs> I can't lead worship tomorrow. Why? Because he must said it is over. <laughs> you are too young. Yes, Reverend Eastwood Anaba was preaching while his people were going for camp meeting. They had an accident and two of his children died in the accident at the spot. They called him when he was on the altar preaching. He said, your two children are dead. He just knelt down and thanked God. He started worshipping. He started worshipping. This is a work of sacrifice. I'm telling you, this is a work of sacrifice. You have not gotten you. You, you are just praying for for um, money to pay your school fees. It did not come, so you have lost faith in God. Ah, you, you. <laughs> That's why some of you you apply human wisdom to the extent that you don't want to you, you, you don't want to listen to anything spiritual. You are Christians, but you are so carnal. You are so carnal. Carnal. The old gentleman and I are warrior according to Sika. Then danger. What is what is wrong with you? So carnal. And listen to what the Bible said: to be carnally minded is death. So there are many Christians they are already dead, but they are Christians. Dead. Because the pastor told you that the only time you can thank God is when God has done something good for you. Have you haven't you read the scriptures? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. That was the Bible said, In all things, give thanks to God in all things. Because God is good all the time. Whether your mother dies, whether your father dies, whether there was there is a, a plane crash, whether there is this, whether there is this, God is good in that situation. Can you can you discover that? Can you decode and decipher that God is good in all times? No, no, 
when bad things happen to you, you don't want to go to church. When that bad thing happened, you stopped going to church. You see what we are, we are doing to ourselves? We are babes. We are children. Just children. Children. You will not understand what I am saying. You know. But listen. Christianity is a work of sacrifice. Even you, your body crown. The Bible says, uh, present your body as a living sacrifice. Do you know what a living sacrifice is? <laughs> a living sacrifice. Now let me show you how sacrifices were made. In the olden times, before something is sacrificed, the thing must first be killed. The thing must first be killed. Before an animal is sacrificed, the animal must first be killed. Then they will bring the animal that has now been killed. They will put the animal on an altar. And on the, on the altar, when they put the animal on the altar, they will, they will lift their hands onto God and say, God, this is what we have brought to you as a sacrifice. Then to prove that God has accepted the sacrifice, fire will come from above and consume the animal. So the person will not just get matches and just strike it and just, no, 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 no. But it is God that will bring down fire and consume it. And the moment that happens, then they will know that God has accepted the sacrifice. This is what happened between Cain and Abel. When Cain placed fruits and all those herbs there, but Abel placed a lamb, fire came from heaven and started burning the lamb. Then Cain realized that God has accepted the offering, the sacrifice of Abel. So any there is no way, there is no way something can be sacrificed without death. I'm telling you. There's no way something can be sacrificed without death. If you are not dead in yourself, you can't give thousand Ghana CDs in church because within yourself, another voice will be, will, will be echoing in your ears. I'm telling you, within your own self, another voice will be echoing. Hey, that was dear. Wala yewunu utibo fumbia. If you are not dead to see yourself, a lot of voices will be echoing in your ears. I'm telling you, there are people when they hear a voice, they know it is God because they know they have sat the voices of every other thing in their lives by death. They are dead to their own selves. When they want to buy a car, it is for the sake of God. Even this, your body is supposed to be presented before God as a living sacrifice. Hey, living sacrifice. There is no sacrifice. I said there is no sacrifice without death. But this kind of sacrifice is a living Sacrifice are for their a class are that kind of sacrifice is 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 <laughs> hey now a judge the nipper motion there's no tears no woman and that a jana air shin and a denny free will add the whole nearby you will see any circle will add the whole back but nippane tears or movie this is what we call a living sacrifice aya uzubalatikis hey so you have sacrificed your whole self on an altar, but you are still living. 
and yasaka tusus. Hey! May God help us. Living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Where every time you are ready to die, every time you are ready to die for God. Hey! <laughs> oh, Jesus. A living sacrifice. Peter said, My master Jesus. Was crucified with his head looking up. I don't want to die like him. You can crucify me, but bring my head down. Hey! They were ready. They were ready. For the cause of the of the gospel, for the cause of God's kingdom. They were ready to do anything. Hey, how can Jesus be walking around the seashore? And a man, a fisherman that has wife and children, Jesus will look at the man and say, Follow me. Then the man has left the family and is following Jesus. Hey! Now, at this time, they will insult you. They will insult you. Ah! I don't know where Jane where we are sure I'm telling you. Jesus knew that Peter had a wife and children. He said, follow me. Hey. The sons of thunder, Boanerges. James and John, when Jesus saw them, they were with their father. Jesus said, hey, you guys, leave your father, follow me. He didn't even greet the father. <laughs> and they left their father. My God. Eh, the Christianity they have painted to us, it is not entirely like that. Oh. It is not entirely like that. It is not. Even the Bible said Jesus, the, our master, he was glorified through sufferings. He was glorified through sufferings. <laughs> no, no go there. No go there. May the Lord help us. So, as I was saying, we have the whole spirit, the whole soul, and the whole body. Now, when you pick the spirit of a man, the spirit of the man is in different compartments. The spirit of a man is in different compartments. The first, and all these compartments look like, they look like a deep, like a different body they are all having form like the spirit are you with me good and these parts are called gates gates they are called gateways gateways write them down so the gateways of the threefold nature of man 
the gateways of the threefold nature of man. The gateways of the threefold nature of man. So the spirit has gateways, the soul has gateways, and the body has gateways. These gateways are the other compartments that make the spirit a whole spirit, that make the soul a whole soul, and that makes the body a whole body. They are gateways. And that of the spirit is, they are called veils, veils. V-E-I-L-S Veils Veils That of the soul are called doors Doors D-O-O-R-S Doors And that of the body are called gates 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 G-A-T-E-S Now, have you realized that in the times of old that many of you cry and that's how the whole thing is when you want to enter your room there is a first gate you open the gate then there is, an, there is a door you open that door before the curtains, that is called the veil. And when you put that curtains, that is when you have, you have now entered into your room, actually. Good. So there is the gate, which is the body. The door, which is in the soul. And the veils, which is in the spirit. But even after the veil, you have now entered into the spirit itself. And there is something in the spirit. It is a treasure. A treasure. A treasure. So as we are all seated here, there is something on the very inside of our spirit. It is called glory. You can write it. Glory. Enimonyam. Glory. Everybody, and that glory is actually the the image of God, the very essence of God, the very essence of God. It is hidden in our spirit. Glory that enimonyam is not the one we normally see what people do. That oh, That's not what I'm talking about. Haven't you heard what we call vain glory before? Vain glory. Vain glory. So inside every man's spirit is the glory of God. Inside, there is a reason why I said every man. It is not only in Christians. Inside every man on earth, inside every man's spirit is the glory of God. But now, young father said, "Gold be thou them. Gold be thou them." 
and a wooden bunting. Yes, madmen, they, they, it is inside their spirit. Madmen, uh, anybody that is a man that is born on the earth has the glory of God inside his spirit. Even the witches, witches, wizards, they have the glory of God inside their spirit. Follow me back. Now, young father say, gold be thou them. Gold, there is a gold in your room. And you are standing outside. I made mention of the entry points to your room. The entry points. You have to first open the gate. Then you open the door. Then you pull away the veil. Before you can now enter the room to pick the gold. So the gold inside your room is just like the glory of God inside your spirit. So now... If the glory, if the gold inside your room must come out, then something must happen. The veil must be opened, then followed by the door, then followed by the gate before the gold actually moves out of your room to the outside. Are you getting the point I'm making? Good. So before the glory of God which is in your spirit manifest on the outside. Now the glory was meant to manifest on your body. It was meant to manifest on the outer part of you which is your body. Now this glory is inside your spirit. There are veils in your spirit that must open for the glory to pass through them. And once the veils open for the glory to pass through them in the spirit, the glory has now left the spirit and has entered into the soul. And there are other openings in the soul known as doors. Those doors must also open. And when those doors open, the thing moves out of the soul into the body. But even when they end in the body, they are not supposed to even be inside. They are supposed to manifest on the outside of the body. So there are gates that are in the body that opens so that the glory that has now entered the body must manifest on the outside. But there are so many compartments that those things must pass through, the glory must pass through before it manifests in your body. Are you following? Are you picking the point I'm making now? Looks like only three people are following me. Where are the rest? Good. Good. So inside your spirit, is the glory of God. This is why we need the Holy Spirit. Do you know what the Holy Spirit does? 
when the Holy Spirit comes into a man's life, the Holy Spirit begins to open these veils in your spirit. And then he will begin to pull out the glory inside your spirit. So there must be a certain connection between your spirit and the Holy Spirit. It is only by that that the plan of God can manifest in your life. And the first veil that the Holy Spirit opens in a man's spirit is called the veil of revelation. 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 And when that veil of revelation is opened, then the person begins to know God based let's say i am somebody i've never heard of god i've never heard of jesus christ i'm a notorious arm robber doing my own thing taking people's money and things i'm just walking about and i got to a certain park when a man of god was having a crusade and i just said let me just stand there and listen to the foolishness of this man so i was standing there with my cap and i was even smoking so whilst the man was preaching the message was coming straight to me the message was coming straight to me the message was coming straight to me and jesus said the words that i speak unto you they are spirit and they are life they are spirit and they are life so the word of god that is coming is being accompanied by the holy spirit so the holy ghost is the one bringing the word to me and as the holy spirit comes to me he will open a certain veil in my spirit called revelation that is when the word will hit my spirit you know say mm, it is true there is a god that made this world it is true he, is, he made me also so why am i living a life like this it means a veil of revelation the moment the veil of revelation is open the person comes to the awareness of god so anybody that believes that there is a god that made the world that person has a part of his revelation veil opened in the spirit you see it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of demonic works for a man to say there is no god i'm telling you It takes a lot of demonic activities for a man to say there is no God. I'm telling you. Because the first veil of every man, the first veil of every man in the spirit, listen. Until the veil of revelation in a man is open, nobody believes in God. Because believing in God is another veil called faith. Faith is also a veil in your spirit. For a man to believe in God, he must first know God. That is why the Bible says, without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must know that he is. So you have to know that there is God. And that knowing that there is God is an opening of the veil of revelation. 
I'm talking about salvation as it happens in a man. No, let me tell you, I'm not bragging, but no man of God has taught this one on this dimension. How did I get saved? What actually happened in my spirit, soul, and body? No man, no man. Many of us we don't understand. So you see a lot of people fighting. Hey, a man can lose his salvation. Oh, somebody always said a man cannot lose his salvation. So which is which? What does it mean for a person to lose salvation? What does it mean? Let me just give you a quick thing. Let me tell you. <laughs> I want to say this about it. It will look big. Many of you they told you that you cannot lose your salvation. Told you, no matter what you do, you can never lose your salvation. It's a lie. It's a lie. If you're a man of God called my God and the anointing is upon you, and you now join an occultic kingdom, you now join an occultic kingdom, and you think you die, then God will take you to heaven because you have not lost your salvation. That's foolishness. Do you know what it means? <laughs> so the pastor that killed his wife. I'm picturing the thing right now. <laughs> so you cannot lose your salvation. Who taught you that? Just that there are dimensions of a place that a man can lose. Have you heard of a person say that I've sold my soul to the devil? Have you heard that statement before? Those hip hop hip hop artists they say those kind of things a lot in their songs. I've sold my soul to the devil. Once a person sows his soul to the devil, listen, <laughs> I want to say something else. This gift called salvation, salvation is a gift. This thing called salvation is actually a companionship work between your spirit and your soul. The moment the Holy Spirit is released into a person, it means the person has been saved. Listen to me. So when we read the book of John chapter 1 verse 12, the Bible said, As many as believed in him, he gave them the power to be the sons of God. Now let's talk about being a son of God. Being a son of God. Being a son of God. How can one become a son of God? The Bible said, Our spirit bears witness with the spirit of God that we are the sons of God. Our spirit bears witness with the spirit of God that we are the sons of God. So there must be a certain witness between your spirit and the Holy Ghost for you to become the son of God. And when you become the son of God, that is not all. There must be a manifestation of the sons. That is what all Christians are waiting for. So the Bible said all Christians waited endlessly for the manifestation of the sons of God. Somebody says, please, can the Holy Spirit leave a believer? Yes. Yes. But there are so many, you see, the Holy Ghost does not just leave. The moment a person sells his soul to the devil, the Holy Ghost has already left. It's one of the easiest ways to sell your soul to the devil. And you see, your soul is not just 
as we are talking about, there are compartments of your soul. Different, there are seven main compartments. You have your conscience, your reasoning, your imagination, your mind, your emotions, your will, and your choice. You can sell your conscience to the devil to the extent that you can do foolish things, bad and serious evil things, but still nothing tells you that what you are doing is wrong. It means gradually you are selling your conscience to the devil. At that point, it is called that your conscience is seared with a hot iron. Nothing pricks you. Nothing. Hey, you have sold your conscience to the devil. It is one part of your soul. So gradually you are selling your soul to the devil. Then you have reasoning. The devil can steal your reasoning. Isaiah 1.18, God said, Come, let us reason together. So if your reasoning has been sown, sold to the devil, you can't reason with God. Your imagination. That people, when they see women... They only think of sexual stuff. They see the women as naked people. They imagine evil things. They see people, they, want, they just imagine killing them. You have sold your image. We, we will talk about these things into details. You have your mind. Your mind. You can sell your mind to the devil. You have different, like we'll go deep into that. Your emotions, your will. Your will. The last part of a person's soul that he can send to the devil is the will. The last part of a person's soul that he can so if let's say you have sold all these parts to the devil, when I say to, to sell it to the devil, it means what the devil wants is what manifests through all these dimensions. What the devil wants is what manifests through all these dimensions. So what the kind of thing the devil wants is what you are imagining. Then it means that your imagination has been sold to the devil. If what the devil wants is what you are reasoning, then it means your reason has been sold to the devil. If your conscience, aha. Uh-huh. So if what the devil wills is what you will. So if you see someone say, I will kill you. That is what the devil wills. It means that your will has been sold to the devil. You cannot do anything out of your own will. You are doing what the devil wills. At that point, you, if you sell all these parts to the devil, you belong to the devil. It is when the devil can say, hey, I own you. So at that point, where is your salvation? Where is your salvation? Look at what the Bible said. The Bible said, <laughs> the Bible said, what shall it profit a man? Listen, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? What does it mean to lose your soul? Don't let anybody deceive you that you cannot lose your salvation because, you know, <laughs> do you know, the Bible said this in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, when a man dies, the spirit will go to God that gave it. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, I think verse 7 downwards. When a man dies, the spirit of the man will go to God that gave it. And the body will go to the dust where it was formed from. The Bible says, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. So, what happens to the soul? If the spirit is going to God, 
and the body is going to the dust. What happens to this? You see, the Bible never made mention of the soul. Your soul, your soul is the real you. Is the, <laughs> this is why when we say you are losing your soul, it means you, are, you have lost salvation. You don't understand. Are you getting the point I'm making? Whatever we do in this world with our bodies, it is in the account of our souls. If you kill somebody, it is in the account of your soul. You might not get somebody to kill you physically, but in your soul, you have an issue. This is why I always tell people that this thing called karma, karma is a universal law, but it does not always apply. You will not understand my point. Especially in the physical, it does not always apply in the physical. Hey, some people can kill others. They can kill people uh, and later they will repent and they will become prophet. They will have money and God will be with them. So where is the karma here? So if somebody has wronged you and you are waiting for karma to deal with the person, <laughs> the person can repent. Oh, sometimes you see, karma can manifest. Sometimes too, it does not manifest in the natural. I'm telling you, sometimes it does not manifest. It will be a brick your heart. And I was just, hey, I heard the, the karma will get you. Be there. Karma might not get the person. How many of them are always In this world, if you don't if you don't understand the word of God, you will live like I don't I don't want to say this, it will look like I'm deserting. I'm telling you, if you don't understand God's word, hey, somebody can hurt you. But my soul. Hey, I know people they can curse people, sir, but it doesn't work. We do a bit of a good in the two tree from her comment. You know what I mean? Say this, say the bayo, say this, say the Two weeks time now, now come here and have visa to the US. Ah, we have found the US Army. Or get ten thousand dollars a month. It will turn out the key from Nakosi saying. I'm not just saying, pardon my language, but I just want you to understand something. Karma does not always reflect in the natural, but it does not leave a man's soul. In your Oh, yes. And the part of karma, too, that mostly it is. Is that the person that actually did the wrong thing might not really get the the retaliation or maybe the results? So karma does not always go the way we want it to go. In terms,
So even karma, you have to understand. There are certain things hidden in universal laws. As I said, please, when can something leave the astral? Okay, you, I'm coming there. I'm going to explain things into details. So, please, are you all getting the foundation now? Good. Good. So, get that. A year day will be a young coupon who couldn't be a cortic man. A year day. Are you telling me that that evil spirit is cohabiting with the Holy Ghost? I want to say something. Do you know that you can have the Holy Spirit inside you, and still other spirits will be will be will be in you? <laughs> Do you know? Let me explain. Let me explain. Have you ever seen that we went to church? We were all in church praying, and a man of God was preaching. The man of God was preaching, he was praying, he was praying with us, and he started laying hands on people. Then all of a sudden, a lady fell down. And the moment the lady fell down, a voice started coming out of the mouth of the lady. Leave me alone, leave me alone. Sometimes the spirit, the spirit can speak. Leave me alone. Into a but voice he the Voice voice. Haven't you seen those? Having ah, what could be deliverance meeting? I said So what you name Good. So where is that spirit that is talking through the person? Where is the spirit? Where is that spirit? One tisanema we are seeing, you will never understand deliverance. Me, when, when God was building me up, I told God that God, I don't want to do anything I don't understand. In fact, there are many things I don't understand. But at least the basics there, God, open my eyes on them to understand the proper thing. And God started teaching me some things. Okay? So there are certain spirits. Now, all these parts of a man, your, your soul, all these parts of your soul, the conscience, I told you that you can sell your conscience to the devil and your imagination might not be sold to the devil. So there are parts of your soul. So once your conscience is sold to the devil, there is a spirit that now stands in charge of your conscience. It in the sound of the pen, that demon the pen, and on the air manifesting our conscience. So when a man of God is praying for somebody, that spirit standing around the conscience, holding charge of the conscience, can manifest. Are they all with me? Let me take it again. Are you all following? Good. Let me take it again. Let me take it again. 
as you are here right now, there are different parts of you. And all those parts of you look like they have form, just like your body. Your spirit alone has eight parts, eight main parts. Your spirit alone has eight main parts. One part of your spirit is called revelation. Another part of it is called intuition. You can write them down. There are eight compartments of your spirit. Eight main, main compartments of your spirit. The first one is called revelation. Revelation. The second one is called intuition. Intuition. I-N-T-U-I-T-I-O-N. And the other part of your spirit is called fear of God. Fear of God. Fear of God. I will explain all these things with scriptures into details. So that you understand. Anytime there is an attack, you will know the exact point that the attack is coming from. So that you will know how to pray to set yourself free. So when there's an addiction on your life, you will know what this, where this, this the, the spirit that is attacking and the part of your life that the spirit is attacking. Then you know the kind of prayers to pray. There's another part of you called prayer. Nobody can pray without the person's spirit connecting to a different deity. Nobody can pray without your spirit connecting to because prayer is a part of your spirit because if a person is praying he's praying to a deity so prayer is a part of your spirit and i'm going to shock you prayer is not just paya pala paya pala paya pala paya i will show you what prayer actually is And there is another part of your spirit called reverence. Reverence. R-E-V-E-R-E-N-C-E. Reverence. It is from that one that we had a reverend minister. From that we had reverend. Reverend. Reverend means a needy. A needy. Now we are talking about only your spirit. The other part of your spirit is called faith. Faith. Faith is a part of your spirit. Faith. Faith. The other part of your spirit is called hope. Hope. And it does for hope. And the last one is called worship. Worship. Worship is not your sorry wonyamie hallelujah. No, that is you are singing. You are singing songs of worship. Songs of worship. But worship in itself is not a song. Hmm. By the time you know the essence of all these things, you know why we worship, why we pray. Why we have faith in God? Now look at what the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. 
Jesus met a woman at Jacob's well. And Jesus said to the woman, A time is coming, and even now is, when the true worshippers, listen, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit. They shall worship the Father in spirit. And that word spirit there is the small S, which means in your spirit. So worship is in your spirit. And Jesus was not talking about worship songs. He was not talking about true worshippers will be singing songs in their. No, 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 no. 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 Worship speaks. Okay, I'll, I'll just get time and talk about each and every one of them one by one with scriptures. So you understand. When we say revelation, what is it? When we say intuition, what is it? When we read the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible said, A time came when Jesus was with the disciples and the Pharisees. The people were saying certain things in their mind. And the Bible said, Immediately, Jesus perceived in his spirit. Jesus perceived in his spirit. And that word per- perception there is the word intuition, which means higher knowledge. Mm. Higher knowledge. Higher knowledge. Jesus perceived in his spirit. There's a reason why the Bible made it clear that that perception is in the spirit. Because perception is a part of a human spirit called intuition. So intuition is the same as perception. It is from intuition that the gift of the Spirit called the gift of prophecy and all those things begin to manifest. <laughs> now, when there is a prophet that sees visions in the Spirit, whose eyes are open, there are certain parts of the person's Spirit working together. The first one is intuition and the second one is revelation. The first one is intuition and the second one is revelation. These two parts of the person joins with the Holy Spirit's gift and they begin to work. So for a person, if somebody is prophesying, mentioning names and telephone numbers, going into somebody's house to see things that are going on, the gifts are actually, the, the is actually, gift belong to the Holy Spirit. That's why we call it the gifts of the Spirit. So gifts are in the hands of the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost will now come and the Holy Ghost bear witness with a man's spirit. So the Holy Ghost is bearing witness with your spirit. So the witness with a man's spirit, the, the spirit of the man has compartments. When two compartments, which is revelation and intuition, join to gift from the Holy Spirit, which is gift of prophecy, gift of word of knowledge, gift of word of wisdom, and gift of descending of spirits. The man has fused the Holy Ghost and himself in the prophetic. So this actually speaks of the anatomy and the physiology of the prophetic ministrations. <laughs> Where many people don't understand what for a prophet's eye to be opened to see a vision, something is working from the person's spirit. And that thing that is working from the person's spirit has another link with the person's soul. So the, re- the revelation gate and the intuition link to the soul part, link to part of the soul, which is imagination. 
imagination and the mind. Imagination and the mind. I don't want to confuse you. It looks like I'm going ahead of myself. Let me take my time and just break everything down for you. Amen. We have just 29 minutes to close. But I'm just laying the foundation quick. This sermon is too wide. I'm talking about yourself or you yourself. But you, you didn't even know that all these are parts of you. So, now, there are a lot of spirits in this world, a lot of spirits trying to get, get advantage over your emotions. You do on one, you buffoon, no far, dear Twabobi. Ubi buffoon, a fasica, chowbiti, Ubi buffoon, a fair to a cumnere. So now, this emotional part of the person's soul, there is a spirit. Only painting in fair to a mobile cumnekeka. Unless there is a spirit. Ubufu said, The Bible said, Be angry but sin not. Once you get angry and you begin to do unnecessary things, there is a spirit that has been in charge of your emotions. And your emotions, why we pick your emotions alone? That's why as a human being is a complicated being. Your emotion in itself. Affection, affection, which is the 10% of entire love. Affection, 10% of entire love is an emotional thing. Anger is an emotional thing. There are many things that are are emotional. Look at anger and, and affection. Looks like they are opposite to each other. Can't you see that? Anger. And affection looks like they are opposite to each other, but they are both of them are emotions. <laughs> both of them are emotions. So the same person that is angry right now can feel so attracted to you tomorrow. It is an emotional thing. It is an emotional thing. That is why there are imbalances in emo- you have to balance emotions. You have to manage. Emotions are not bad. Emotions are not bad. Now listen, many of us think that emotions are, are bad. No. Anger is an emotion. Anger is not a bad thing. But what you do with the anger. Let me tell you, there are certain states in your life, if you don't get angry, you are not a normal human being. I'm telling you the truth. If you don't get angry, you are not a normal human being. And I'm not talking about that anger, you get angry and say, Hey, ma, ma, you are talking to your mother like that. And I say, my man of God, anger is normal. You are mad. You are already mad. Already mad, I can't say I'm doing a lot of water. There are some people, when you are talking to them, then no, Nibufu, Nipan Nibufu, I was a Nipan Nibufu, you can just see that. Papa Nibufu. We want Nibufu pay. 
no appe. Or no be Cassana de Bufu, or be pieces here on or reacting. Bono or no be Cassani and the Bufu pet no can and what to on Cassada or to hop about on Cassada and the Bufu. Business one man, you buffoon. Hey, come in. Me, 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 So anger is an emotional thing, but how the anger manifests proves whether there is a spirit, a negative spirit in charge of your anger, or you have been able to tame that emotion. Okay? I'm casting anger out of you. Anger fruit because anger is an emotion, it is a normal emotional thing. You need it. If you don't have anger, you are not a normal human being. Because as we go for being Timasida, who will be a yas in the boom fua? You as nipan the boom food that run away. Run away. You are not with a human being. The day he pounces on you. There are some people they get angry, but you will never know because they know how to deal with their anger. They get angry, pa, but they will, you will never know. Sometimes you might think that this person is goofy, but is goofy. You be being one more once as this one is goofy. Just that the way they manifest the anger, you will think they don't they don't get angry. And as a people, when they are angry, then they start laughing. I'm telling you. When they get seriously angry, they will laugh. You just say, hmm, 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 hmm. After four seconds, the anger is, has died off. The anger has died off. That is a way they deal with anger. You go get me chilled malt. <laughs> The person will just take their chilled malt and after all. <laughs> so you have to understand, anger is an emotion. So you can't cast anger out of somebody. There are things in a man that cannot be casted out. I want to make mention of one. I said this some time ago. Somebody said, hey, man, what are you saying? <laughs> one part of a man that cannot be casted out is inside the same emotion inside the same emotion it is called desire and inside that desire it is called lust <laughs> lust lust now listen, 
Listen to me carefully. Don't take your mind to somewhere else. Listen, the same way you cannot cast out anger, you cannot cast out lust. No, you can't. You can't do that. You can tame lust, you control it. You can't cast it out. Because for a man to even see the wife, none of why a colon on another, I'm a name in say I walk around for that a colon a banner, it is called last. If a man doesn't have that, you cannot sleep with a woman to give birth, you cannot marry. But when a certain a different spirit comes in charge of that last, then he will use you to do unnecessarily. That is when you when you cast out that spirit, you tame. So there is a spirit of lust. The part of you that is called lust unnecessary things. It's like anger. Ubufu at a certain rate. But a certain spirit be spirit Cast out that spirit and tame. Most of cast spirit you try to tame that anger. You know what normal. Until you cast out that spirit of lust. But listen, lust in itself cannot be casted out. You will not understand this statement. I know somebody will listen to this person and say, Hey, what is this man trying to say? And the same person to know a warrior will fall. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain for you to understand very well. Now, inside every man's soul is an is a part of him called emotion. Somebody said anger is not good, cry. <laughs> you don't understand what you are saying. Let me give you a certain scripture. Ephesians. I think chapter 5 or chapter 4, verse 27. Ephesians. Okay, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. Somebody should post it here. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. You understand what the Bible is saying? Uh -huh. The Bible says, Be angry. <laughs> it is the same way as Peter is saying, Be holy. Be angry, but be angry and sin not. You cannot say you won't be angry. Even Jesus, he got angry and he entered the the uh, temple go follow mo tonton near man no come mo near man boom the kaipa yes when jesus entered there ono ko hu hega hega ton ebuburo wa ka ebuburo na boom ono ko to ma mere ma mere ton yi aprapransa no se apapransa no why show why show ah na jesus account to agu why show me ana abeto apra so Jesus got angry. The Bible said, be angry. You, 
because it is it is something that was ah muntiasi eh? that is why let me tell you and let the biana sometimes you have to cry let the tears come that is your freedom i'm telling you who share will be no swan run away sometimes the only way you can solve the matter is to shed tears my soon in p my tears and i'm not going to tears and i'm here then tears and i mean would just say we should that when you are sitting ding 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 I'm telling you. I remember one one angel appeared to me and he said, "Seth, if you want to walk in the higher dimension of the prophetic, where your eyes are seriously open, cry, cry, shed tears." I didn't understand him. Hey, now if you know the way I've cried. And I'm not crying because my yeah my father is dead and I'm yeah papa who did it that kind of nonsense thing is it? that's not the kind of tears I'm talking about. I'm talking about the tears that you shed when the Holy Spirit is overshadowing your life. Those kind of tears they wash your eyes for you to see clearer. I'm telling you. Listen to them saying some heavy, heavy things that many people don't understand. Listen to me carefully. Um. I keep sadly meta kasa meta meta. Let me give you a certain scripture. There are certain things we cast out. There are certain things we cast down, and there are certain things we cast out. We, there are certain things we cast out, certain things we cast down, and certain things we cast. So there is casting, casting out, and casting down. How many of us? I said, did you hear that? I said one part of the human soul is imagination. Did you hear that? Good. So can you cast away imagination? Can you cast away imagination? Casting out means you are taking the imagination and throwing it away. It means you are losing a part of your soul. It is it is impossible. It doesn't work like that. But we cast down imagination. The Bible said, "For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal; they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down every imagination, casting down every imagination. Imagination is part of you, but we cast it down." Why do we cast it down? When a different spirit hangs on your imagination, it can let you imagine a vain and evil thing. When you see a young lady passing by, you begin to imagine foolish things. You begin to imagine her naked with you on bed and all those kind of things. It is wrong. But when that spirit is cast out, you now tame that imagination so that you will not begin to imagine like the spirit was using you to imagine. So we don't cast out imagination. We cast down. It is the same way like last. We don't cast out last. We cast down last. But people will not understand because even dictionary will, in, will, will define last as um, um, like something only only. Oh, erase my. Okay, let's take last only. 
let's put the emphasis that lust is only sexual edge. Sexual edge that a man has towards the um, maybe the opposite sex. Let's take lust to be only that. Lust is not only that, but let's take lust to be only the sexual edge a man has towards another. Um, um, let me say an opposite sex. So if a man marries and he has a sexual edge towards the wife, that is lust. That is lust. Nobody can sleep with a woman or man for the person to give birth without lust. Listen, lust is different from the spirit of lust. Lust is different from the spirit of lust. It is the spirit of lust that causes a man to sleep with another before marriage. Anything you do outside God's original institution and time, a different spirit allowed you to do it. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we tame, we, we cast down lust. But listen, you can feed your lust with a different thing. You can feed your lust with deep. Listen, oh Jesus, I don't know how to explain this into details for many of us to understand. Do you know that a man can imagine angels? Do you know that? You know that you can sit down, close your eyes, and start imagining angels flying in the in the sky. Do you know? Good. Do you know that you can also sit down and imagine pornography, people having sexual affairs? You can imagine it. Do you know that? Good. So the thing is, what you feed your imagination on becomes your reality. So a man can feed his lust with foolish pictures, foolish things, and profane ways. Once you are in the midst of people who are always talking about naked people, sexual things, foolish, foolish things, you are feeding your lust. Then a spirit is coming, the spirit of lust will now be coming to hang on your lust. I'm telling you because words that people speak, they are spirits. Words are spirits. You begin to say profane things, profane things, profane things. God bless you too, Derek. God bless you. Let's understand all these things. Say that when someone is in your mouth, if I continue, maybe I see you move on. But some men never be ready. So you see a man of God, a man of God, but a spirit of lust has hijacked the man's original lust that God placed in him, and the man is just sleeping around doing unnecessary things. A man of God, the Holy Ghost is inside him, but another spirit. We just have 10 minutes to end. We just have to, and I wish we will not end. Somebody said, I just imagined four strong angels in my room. Powerful. Great. 
has not said me too. Powerful. So you see, some of these things we need to okay because some people have taught us in a way the layers when they are casting out last. You can't cast out last, you can cast out the spirit of last. Any spirit of lust out. That is right. God bless you, Sarah. God bless you. Good. So, um, actually, with time, as I'm going on with the teachings, I'm going to show you anytime a person is having this experience it will mean that the person has been attacked maybe on your conscience on your reasoning on the prayer thing inside your spirit on the mind on the emotions then every each and every one of them going to show us the ways and means to deal with that by the word of god to pray and cleanse ourselves and the spirit that is hijacking that part will leave some of them you need to go through deliverance where men of god will lay hands on you and cast those spirits out That is why we deliver people in church. Sister, no, Tony Moore, sorry, the empire, Tony Moore. Now we see a goon for goosebumps. They say, ah, the spirit of the Lord is here. When the lady sings in church, I tell you, powerful. So they said, how do you forgive someone who hurts you? Good. We will talk about the emotional dimension. We talk about forgiveness. We talk about all these things with time, so don't worry at all. We'll talk about that. And by the time we end there, many of you, you will feel so refreshed. You will know that there are dead in the sacrament. I'm telling you. Sometimes, eh, it is just the teaching. You know? The Bible said, that Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the poor, to preach deliverance. To the captives to preach deliverance. So deliverance, Quran is not all the time that we lay hands. There is a dimension of deliverance that is by preaching. So as I'm preaching to you right now, that many of you you are being delivered. So we there is a dimension of deliverance that we preach, but not all dimensions of deliverances are preached. Some of them you need the hand. A higher hand upon your head for you to be delivered. Somebody said, mostly whatever I imagine come to pass. Good. So Amma said. Daddy, anytime I imagine that I will get money on the floor, I get it just the way I imagined it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about all these things into details. I don't want to go ahead of myself. I don't want to go ahead of myself. Eh, I want to do something with you. I want to then in tea, I won't be six thousand to meet in the Papa Copimo. A phenomenon like six thousand demons in one man. 
There are different parts of the man that 300 is hijacking the conscience, 300 is hijacking the revelation, 300 is hijacking the mind, 300 is hijacking this, 500 is hijacking this, 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 this. Then, when all of them team up together, we will now see, and every part of the person has been hijacked, then we will say the person is possessed. It is a it does not mean the person is possessed. Possession means that every part of your being, all those parts have been hijacked by spirits. Angela said, Oh, I need to imagine well now the things I imagine they are not not not. <laughs> We pray. God bless you all. Um, I'm just taking one question. We just have five minutes. We just have five, five minutes. I'm just taking one question. Derek said, Is imagination and faith work in pair? I will explain this. <laughs> they work together in one way. Yeah. All these parts link themselves. And let's see. When imagination and faith linked together they both have a different name they both have a different name they, i'm telling you it is like this there are so many towns in central region but they all add up together to be called central region so when you hear the word wisdom in a man wisdom wisdom actually comes about by combination of some of these parts of a man's spirit wisdom understanding understanding wisdom understanding they come about by the combination of some of these in a man's spirit so don't worry we we'll just take much time and explain these things into the, because some of you did not hear me say wisdom. You did not hear me say understanding. You did not hear me say, but they are actually a combination of some. But the basic ones, the foundational ones, are the eight main that we have in the spirit, and the seven we have in the soul. And when you come to the body, the body has five. We call it the five gates. We call it the five senses. We call it the sense of touch, the sense of taste. The sense of smell, the sense of sight, and the sense of hearing. Touch, taste, smell, sight, and hearing. With time I will explain all these things. God willing, um, um, maybe next week Tuesday, that's how things are supposed to be. Next week Tuesday, I'm praying whether... I can get time tomorrow to continue. So please, um, if we are going to meet tomorrow to continue, I will give the announcement um, during lunch prayer fire so that we can, we can join. Derek said, deep, deep, deep. You won't get it anywhere. Lucky to be here. Wow, wow. We bless God. We bless God. Tinapa said, can one's imagination determine one's behavior? Sometimes. 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 God bless you all and keep you. God bless you to a clear roof. God bless you.
God bless you. Please, if you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240-312-551. 0240-312-551. Keep supporting. Maybe as a man of God, your ministry has been a blessing to my life. Had it not been your ministry, I wouldn't have known certain things. I wouldn't have experienced God in the way I'm experiencing. I thank God for your life. I want to just support your work with this amount. You can do that. God bless you. Actually, said, does your imagination mean you are sinning if it is negative? <laughs> um, we will just explain this into details with time. Because this one, Jesus said, said to somebody, if you imagine a woman, if you imagine yourself sleeping with a woman, you have already sinned. Hey! That thing is a serious matter. There was a young guy that was looking at a lady, an Ashawo lady. Sorry for saying that word. The, a young, the younger was looking at that lady, that prostitute. Sir, the lady was wearing some clothes that were exposing the breast and all those areas. The guy was watching, the guy was watching, the guy was watching. And then the guy went straight to the lady and said, Hey, hey, why are you wearing these short, short things? And then the lady said, Why are you, why are you looking at me like that? Don't you know that the Bible said if you look at a woman with in, in, in a lustful manner, it means that you have already slept with the woman. Then the guy said, Ah, any any may my bear seventeen crowd because I've been I've been sleeping with you since once I was looking at you. God bless you. God bless you all and keep you strong. God bless. Please right after here. I'm going to upload the message. So if you missed it, you can just download and listen to it again and again. God bless. God willing, tomorrow in the afternoon, exactly 12 noon, we are going to meet for lunch prayer fire. And if we are going to meet in the evening, that's tomorrow evening for our teaching service to, I'm going to um, give the announcement. If we are not going to meet too, I'm going to give the announcement. God bless you all and keep you strong and shield you from every attack of the enemy. May the Lord open your eyes to see him very well and really manifest his greatness in your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240-312-551. 0240-312-551. God bless you all and keep you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. So we shall meet God willing tomorrow in the afternoon. Don't miss it. We shall meet God willing tomorrow in the afternoon. Don't miss it. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye.